1: That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch.
2: $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month
3: slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com.
2: Sometimes golf is a pain in the
4: butt. You hit your ball in the trees and then you live out the butt. But if you've got Hello, 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 and welcome down to another installment of the Rough Cut Golf Podcast coming at you straight from the west coast of Scotland, famous for its golf course and street rap music. I am joined here by my co-hosts of David Barwise, Jacob Broadbridge and Kieran Mulhall. Mick, who is normally on the podcast, he is currently away gallivanting in the sands of Portugal, so he is not here to take part in what will be another potentially award-winning episode. Gentlemen,
3: how are we? <laughs> Very good,
4: thank uh, you. This is a award-winning podcast in the same way that when you go to a pub, they have their award-winning pies. Yeah. Nobody knows what awards they've won, where they've come from, but they seem to make the claim, so why not? Why, yeah. fa- why can't we? It was self-gifted. Yeah. David, what award have we won this week? Um... Most Ambitious. Oh, most wow. Ambitious Podcast 2023. Metal we'll take the medal. Thank <laughs> you. Thank everyone. You said that was so that, cute. It's yeah, really so good. Uh, I've always wanted to like be a part of the Most Ambition Golf Podcast this week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I left school, I told my teachers and they said, no, nah, you'll never amount to anything. I said, no, one day I'm going to have the Most Ambition Podcast in a week. Yeah, Why okay, can I can't I say that word? Well, maybe ambitious.
1: Ambitious. <laughs> I think maybe as of this week, we're maybe the best dressed as well.
4: I would say so. Mm-hmm. I am yep. I am literally never going to take this half.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
4: I don't I don't
3: know why, because I know it looks a bit stupid, but I just love it. I don't know why. Yeah, maybe this is the one week if you're someone who just listens to the podcast, just go and pop on YouTube or just have a look on Spotify.
4: Honestly, just, see. just look on YouTube or any of our social media accounts for probably the next four weeks. That's and, true. You, and you will see this beautiful bucket hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's bucket hat season. That's what I've heard. Yeah. September is always the month for the bucket hat, <laughs> I've heard. It's like
2: for festivals, isn't it?
4: Yeah, yeah, it's it's, mm. it's like one of those things like you, you, you get it's like a t shirt that's not your usual style, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason you just love it. Yeah. Everyone else is quite polite about it. They never really talk about it too much, but it's always there in the room. It's always like a little elephant in
3: the corner. Oh, you should hear what we have been saying already behind your back. Yeah, but I, honestly I don't care. Okay. I, I like it that much. Well, that's good. Yeah, you shouldn't let other people's opinions decide or dictate how you yeah. live your life. So, I, thank you very much. It was. A bit,
4: I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say it was love at first sight. But <laughs> love what, at fourth or fifth. Yeah, no. I went into the shop. I tried it on, and I was like, I really like it. But then I let other people kind of like maybe talk me out of it. Mm. So then I went back. It's like I saw someone at the bar who I really liked. I really wanted their number. But then, like my friends were saying, nah, nah, she's she's bad news. Like you don't wanna you don't wanna go out with her. But then I went back the next day, and I was like, Margaret, <laughs> can I have your number? And then we've we've been inseparable ever since. Ah,
3: oh, that's lovely. <laughs> Thanks <laughs> For you and Margaret, and now your bucket hat,
4: and now and now my hat has a name.
3: I mean, I don't wanna say it because it's it'll be sound a bit too egotistical coming from myself. But do you feel more confident wearing a bucket hat after seeing my? My wearing of it the other day,
4: it it definitely sparked something within did me. it, Yeah,
3: did it do something? I for thought me? you know what, bucket okay. hat.
4: I've never I've never worn one, and then they were just there in the shop. Yeah, literally never worn a bucket hat. I, I didn't.
1: I didn't realize there were so many different ways of wearing it as well. Like yeah, Jake had it like the oh, flap up at the front yeah, a bit, bit of that going yeah, on. yeah, it looked like a Paddington Bear. Yeah. Whereas Pete, because you've got it squashed underneath, <laughs> <laughs> like underneath your headset, yeah. you do look like you know those hats they wear in a fish and chip shop yeah Yeah. like halfway between that and it being like uh was it it a stetson that they were yeah yeah Yeah. so
3: halfway between those but i love that i love a stetson if the if the sides came down all i see is you could be stood in the in the middle umpiring a cricket match
4: this one look how multifunctional it is i could walk out of here jump on a boat and go fishing in this hat. depending on how i wore it as well i could be a man of many talents and i love that I love Good. that about it. hat.
1: I love that it's taken you 10 years of being a content creator to actually find a gimmick so well done. It,
4: it, I can't believe it's taken me this long to be so excited about like a piece of headwear.
3: Yeah. Go figure. I, I can't believe it's taken us this long to take five minutes to talk about... Yeah tire on well, your head, but you know here what? we are. Well,
4: why not? That is why we're the most ambitious podcast. There we go. <laughs> um, we are currently on, like I said, the West Coast of Scotland. We're at Dun Donald Links. Uh, we've had a fantastic week here. We've somehow, and I, this is just happenstance, managed to arrive when summer has taken place. The summer in the UK this year has been pretty much non-existent. It's just been rubbish. abysmal. But this week, it has been mid to late 20s, beaming sunshine and no wind Mm. this on the west coast of scotland is maybe a harbinger of the coming apocalypse because this has never happened before this is a proper grandparents in 50 years time will sit their grandkids down and say you weren't there in the september of 2023 you don't know what hot is Yeah, yeah. No, whining. It, it
2: is very good. Me and David, we went for a, a like a, a sea dip yesterday, didn't we? And we thought that, well, I thought that it was going to be freezing because, you know, I was trying not to kid myself that, that you know, the We are still was, in Scotland as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, it's going to be really cold, David. And then we got in. It was like a blooming bath, wasn't
1: it? Yeah, I thought I was going to take some, like, convincing... I was just coming to, like, mind you, to be honest, to yeah. make sure you didn't run off into the sea. Um, but no, it was actually, actually glorious. Yeah. We actually walked all the way to Aaron as well, I think.
2: Yeah, so in that sort of area, like you can literally go out like at least 200 metres before... I mean, well, how far do you reckon we went out? Like 150 metres, something like that? I'm pretty um, sure
1: the first time you told the story it was 50. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's kind of
2: like that big fish, little fish sort of thing. I reckon we went out about 150 metres, and I still could, like, get to the... I could still touch the bottom and still, like... My eyes, my eyes were still there, but my nose was over, but my eyes wasn't... <laughs> But, um, I couldn't breathe, but I could see. Yeah I, yeah, I couldn't breathe, but I could see. But, no, that is lovely. It's very, very nice.
4: I think, the, um, just in case you are going for a dip, I think it's the Bay of Arran, isn't it? Bay of, it's the Aran, Bay of Aran. Yeah, yeah. If you are thinking of going for a dip in the Bay of Arran, we have to make sure everybody knows we don't know the full underwater topography of the area. Mm. So if you are coming to experience a 150-metre walk out to the sea, we cannot guarantee that will take place. Um, I was also a little bit... Concerned about this, the last time I went out into that body of water, I saw potentially the biggest gathering of jellyfish I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so I was a little bit worried when you said you were going to go for a swim.
2: But well, do you remember when we walked to uh Troon and like we were walking along that beach and saw like out there, that, you there know, was some, it was like a graveyard, yeah, there there was and there were some big ones, some big well, boys there, like yeah. man of war ones, yeah, you yeah. See in Portugal.
4: <laughs> like proper, like man eaters, I would say, yeah. Yeah, like they've grown so big because they had a steady diet of whale. Yeah. Like they were big.
2: Yeah. Did, Did you, you see any? You
4: survived, well done. Did you see any? What's no, we didn't. No no, no, no. No. no, no, he didn't run into any. <laughs> okay, um, and then I think we'll go to Aaron uh, tomorrow as well, which is going to be really cool. But yeah. then we've, we've managed to get a lot of stuff filmed here this week, uh, quite a bit of social content. So it should, should keep us going for a couple of weeks. And then we've got literally three weeks of chaos. So we're down at Wentworth next week, mm-hmm. um, doing the BMW Celebrity Pro-Am uh, the week after that, we're heading over to Spain for the Solheim Cup, mm-hmm. uh, playing the course afterwards as well. And then the week after that, we are heading to Rome and the Ryder Cup. So it's going to be pretty intense. Um, we're going to have a lot of stuff coming your way, especially I think Ryder Cup's the only one where we're not entirely sure fully what we're going to be doing yet because like, we can't film there. I don't think we're playing the course afterwards. So we might be able to get a few podcasts done, but it might just be me and David like, maybe watching golf? <laughs> oh, you, you don't want to do that. Yeah,
2: you said that as if that's, like, weird.
4: Well, yeah. Well, When was the last time
3: we watched golf? Uh, what, in person?
4: Yeah.
2: Arizona. Um,
3: the Open?
2: Oh, yeah, the Open,
3: yeah. I literally didn't watch anything. All right, yeah, but you said, when did we? And I just included me in that, so. Oh, uh, right, sorry.
2: Ari- Arizona was the last time you watched it.
3: Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, like, we sat like, sat down. Right, okay. Yeah. Probably Arizona start yeah. But we were only in there for like an hour, and we sat at one green for about 30 minutes. And yeah, that that's it. true. Oh, yeah, that's when we were tracking... Was it Was it Kieran who went for a wee,
4: and we were trying to track him all the way? Yeah, we did. Kieran was desperate for a wee at the waste management, and he had to run around an entire hole to get to the toilets, <laughs> and when he got there, they were clear when he set off, and when he got there, it was a of about 30 people. And all you could see was just Kira, like, hopping from foot to foot for about half <laughs> a mile away.
3: <by> <laughs> you weren't hard to track, I'll tell you that. Oh, it was quite the sight. Uh,
1: <laughs> does this mean we have to go in costume, then? If we're actually going to go as proper Ryder Cup fans?
4: Yeah, like the Guardians of the Ryder Cup or whatever they dress as. Yeah, it's like, Guardians, yeah.
1: Yeah, it's um uh is it Banana Man. Uh, oh, the Banana Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Banana Man, <laughs> we
2: could join them. You get, yeah. like, face paintings as well.
3: Fe- well, oh, Face. <laughs> we've already we already discussed on the last episode that you're getting your Moronk t shirts ready. So you have them you've oh, got yeah. your bucket hat now. Yeah, we're getting our Justice for Moronk t shirts. Yeah. Kinda of done. <laughs> Just
4: what, what did we come up? I'm a, me- I am Moronk. M- mates with Moronk. Mates with What was mates, it? Mates. We're all Moronk. Something like that. We need to call with a slogan to get those t-shirts printed. I'm, I'm sure we'd make it on TV and I'm sure uh, Adrian would uh, would appreciate that.
3: We uh, we are playing the Solheim Cup course after though, aren't we? Yes, we are. We are Finka Um
4: I'm going to be interested to in see what it's like. First of all, I'm really interested in that course. How many birdies, Like how well they're going to play it. Yeah, Because it is a very hard golf course. Yeah. No. I'm interested to see what happens with the fans because there are multiple ravines on this golf course. Have you
3: seen the uh, first tee
4: up on what is the fourth? Yes, I have. So they changed the fourth to the first. They've got like a, it's, they basically built it onto one of the hills. Haven't yeah, they? it
2: looks scary. It does <laughs> it look, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah. It, it kind of looks like someone said it'd be a good
3: idea. Yes, and then like the logistics didn't quite. Yeah,
4: but they, they've managed to get it up. I mean, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, Presuming they've tested it, yeah. Like, just, just sent one of
3: the builders up there just jump up and down it a
4: few times, yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty solid, it's got a bit of yeah. wobble, but yeah. It'd be it'd all right. be all right. That'd be
3: all right. That's going to be a hell of a first hole, though. Yeah, that will be absolutely intense. Oh, <laughs> I mean,
4: I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. It's going to be a good couple of weeks of traveling, actually mm-hmm. seeing some golf, and again, just producing some
3: really, really cool videos. So,
4: yeah, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. It's just intense, isn't it? Yeah, intense into T- the yeah. Talking of
3: uh, interesting new content. We had a video come out yesterday, um, which is Thursday of the previous week, if you're listening to the podcast now, um, where we've done the restart your golf career. And it's kind of one of a few things that we've got in the pipeline slash coming up with that is a little bit different to what we've done in the past, trying to come up with slightly different concepts. So if yeah. you haven't watched that, please go and head over now because it's actually quite important if you go watch it yeah, it's, and it's, watch all of it. It's absolutely bloody vital, yeah. uh, to be honest with you. <laughs> we really need you to watch it.
4: Like we've got, I mean, like restarting golf bag, restarting golf career. Like we've done videos like this similar in the, in yeah. the past. But what we're doing this time is we're doing a video where for the amount of views that we get, that's going to be giving us a dependent on how much budget that we have. Mm-hmm. What's the best way of saying it? It's basically how many people watch it depends how much ad revenue we get and how much yeah. ad revenue we get the depends money, on how much the, budget we have yeah, to restart. Yeah. Our the golf money, growth.
3: the money that is made off that video, we will do a new video where you completely restart your golf career using that budget, and that budget will fully depend on who watches, how many people watch it, and how long they watch it for, and that's all we need you to do. Just go and watch the video.
1: At the time of recording, I've made a private estimation on how much pete currently has to
3: uh, work with for his. Ooh, so um okay yeah
1: so pete might be able to afford um half a driver at this point so if you could, if you could check it out
2: it's
3: only been a day
2: it right. depends what driver you get after my calculations Listen, it, it, it
4: depends on a lot of different factors yeah, yeah. It. let's face it but it also sparked a discussion amongst us as well about kind of bags and clubs and all the rest of it yeah and we had some disagreements about a subject which, like, a lot of people do ask us about. So if you had to pick one manufacturer, and it can only be one, and it's got to be current. So current manufacturers from Callaway all the way through to Mizuno, whoever it's going to be, you can only pick one. Mm. And you've got to have their clubs from Driver all the way through to putter. Balls were excluding because balls kind of, well, just everywhere. But... <laughs> You can only have one and you've got to fight your corner. So we had this discussion about kind of who we would pick and we all picked somebody different and we are going to have a court style discussion with cross examinations where we are going to rip apart everyone's arguments about who they would have as their number one club manufacturer from driver through to Potter, just in case any did get a tour sponsorship. You know, it could happen.
3: Uh, yeah, hopefully maybe one day. I'd, I wasn't really going to go For a tour sponsorship I was going to go for like That was my throat <laughs> like your throat yeah. That was a weird
1: that sound That was a
2: really odd sound That was really <laughs> odd
1: It's like that thing That happened with Mick
4: Where his, his
2: throat uh, yeah. Just started talking you, yeah, Without you're, his mouth You were talking And it happened <laughs> <laughs> That was
3: That came from down deep Is so it trying to get out No I don't know We are gonna have an alien moment No I oh think we'll God. be okay <laughs> um, I've completely lost My train of thought <laughs>
2: <laughs> now, I, I, I honestly don't mind starting off with this, because I've actually, for once in my life, done a lot of research into this.
3: Okay. Well, oh, right. if, you, yeah, if you feel confident, then go for it.
2: I do. And, oh, oh, I, uh, so, oh, okay, that's right, um, essentially...
3: Get him his coffee. There we go. Thank
2: like, you. I'm interested. Uh, I think you could probably guess, if you're an avid listener to the podcast, what uh, I have chosen. Um, now, I have ch- I've chosen Strixen.
4: <laughs> such a, a wiffy choice. Yeah. Yeah, so I, 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 I've
2: gone for I've gone Strixen, um, and I've gone for Strixen for many, many different reasons. Now, on my first initial thought, I thought, you know, how can we wheedle, um Brooks Kepka into this? You know, because he's my <laughs> favourite golfer in the world. My idol. I actually love you. Um, <laughs> uh, but then I thought, actually, no. This is this is a podcast, and this is going to be more about the golfer, the average golfer, um, and myself, which I am an average golfer. Um, now, I've taken the one, two, three, four, five, the top five leading brands in uh, in golf, which is Ping, TaylorMade, Titleist, Callaway, and then, in my opinion, Trixon. Um And obviously, at the moment, we're in a bit of a financial global crisis. Um, so, you know... <laughs> Where are we going? <laughs> what have so, you done <laughs> over that yeah, So, um, I've, I've basically... <laughs> Gone for. Uh, I've looked at price, essentially. Not only is it about price, but also the value for money as well, in terms of like um, performance and stuff like that. Now I'm not. I'm not going to sit here and say that Schrixen is the best golf brand across the board because it's not. And neither can all of you three. Say that your brand that you're picking is the best across the board. Wait oh, you uh, hear yeah, my you argument. argument. Wait, I am. I, am, I am not. Because you'd be talking. Of, I am
4: not conceding that point. Absolutely talking, not.
2: you would be talking rubbish. In, in my in my opinion, out of these five five brands, I'd say that Shoxer makes the best irons. Now, uh, their current. I've gone for a mid handicap golfer as well in all of this bag that I've made for each other, um, and I've gone for the ZX the ZX fives. Uh, which is 899 pounds five to pitch and wedge, and they're forged. Uh so for titleist um T200 which is the brand new T uh, T200 1200 quid uh Taylor Made I've gone for the P790s 1029 uh Pings the i525s because I think that's a pretty mid handicap club that's uh, 999 pounds and the Callaways I don't think any of you guys have picked Callaway but I've just had to include them in this, which is um, 1,089 quid. Now, I'm not going to rattle through all of them because I'll bore you to death. But if I was to take um, an have you know, everyone, all of the clubs, you know, driver, freewood, hybrid, five to pitch and wedge, free wedges and a putter. And I have included balls in this because that's also a very important point as well. Uh, yeah, <laughs> uh, so ping come out at 2,089. £819. Pounds. This is if you were to go on American Golf and buy a brand new set from you
4: know, Oth- Straight. Other online retails are available. Yeah,
2: but that's the one I've used the for... Because I've had to you know, make it as scientific as possible, you know what I mean? Keep it all the same. TaylorMade, £2,754. So a bit cheaper than Pink. Titleist, £3,249, which is extortionate. Callaway... £2,888, but then Strixen £2,349. Now, that is, uh, I think, second place would be, or the second cheapest is Taylor Made, which is uh, around 400 quid uh, cheaper. So, the big one of that obviously is going to be the putter because uh, obviously Shrixens don't make putters, but uh, Cleveland do. Um, which they, you know they're they're part of it. So I've gone for the Huntington Beach, which is ninety nine <laughs> pounds. Ugh. Um, you know what, it looked quite nah, good. It. it got a male oh, face. Yeah,
4: just in case people wanted their uh, Schrixen own Cleveland. So that's why we're allowing this.
2: Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, yeah, well, actually Dunlop own Shrixen as well. Yeah. New,
4: have you got any Dunlop stuff in
2: there? I've not got any Dunlop, if, Dunlop stuff if, in if there. If you
4: were so concerned and worried about price, yeah. why don't you get some Dunlop stuff in
2: there? Oh, uh, I'd quite happily get some Dunlop stuff in there if, we, if, you know, I'll get some balls in there or stuff like that. But even, this is the thing as well, is that I didn't even go for the cheapest ball for Z-Star, uh, for, um, for Shrixen, because I was like, Oh my God, I've got so yeah, much money to but, play with it. But balls weren't even included, so you know, why are you I, trying to bring in? No, we, it in? We specifically no balls. No, I know, but, but I'm what? just saying that like I've got so much money to play with now that I was just like, yeah, do you know what? I'm just going to splash out on some balls because I've got all this money to spare. You know what I mean? If I was bloody tightless, I've got 3,200 quid.
3: I do have a question. Yeah. With your tricks and irons, yes. were they the Mark Twos or were they the original ZX5s?
4: These
2: are the Mark Twos, five to pitch and wedge, Mark Two.
4: Okay. Uh, those other prices that you developed were they all five to
2: five to pitch and wedge, wedge
4: yeah. or were they uh, four to pitch? And
2: wedge? All five to pitch. Mm. I check that? All five to pitch. I'm not, yeah. sh-
4: I'm not sure, Your Honor. Can we uh, have a slight recess while we go check that? That's
2: so. What? So the the I25s is nine nine, uh, P790 is one thousand two hundred twenty nine. T hey, two Hey, listen!
4: I'm not. I'm not. I'm not here to start talking about like what irons represent the best value for money. Yeah. I'm talking about which brand overall is going to offer the best bag from top to bottom. Now, now you've just admitted freely that Schrickson as a brand doesn't like doesn't do putters for a start. Well, yeah. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm presuming you. I'm presuming you've not got Schrickson wedges in the bag. I've got Cleveland. Okay.
2: So I've got Cleveland wedges in the bag. So they're which they're, are very good. They are very very good. You were very close to putting them in your bag. So I've got the um, the RTX sixes, which are one hundred thirty nine pounds. Mm-hmm. The Titleist are one hundred fifty nine pounds. Uh, the Taylor 159 one five nine. The Ping one three nine and the Callaway's one five nine. So they're the cheapest wedges. Do you
4: know, do you know what? The, do you know what my main issue with this so far is, Kerry? What's that? This is a, if someone has a full bag of frictions This is always what they do. They're so obsessed with what everyone else is doing. Why can't you just be happy and confident with the choices that you've made on the merits? Why have you got to say, "And I got these irons because they're cheaper than these other irons"? Why can't you just say these Mark Twos are just unbelievable? I think they're the best out there because you can't.
2: No, no, I, 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 I currently have a a uh, some ZX sevens in the bag, and they are the best irons that I've ever ever hit you know they're forged irons and yeah nothing's ever come close but I'm not trying to think about my own experience I'm trying to think about what the best value for money is in terms of feel and performance and price so I've got a forge club here and a beautiful forge club at that in the ZX5s and I've paid five to pitch in eight nine nine whereas if I go to tight list I've got the T200s which are one thousand two hundred and forty nine quid so, you know, I've already saved around 300 quid
3: there. Uh, even I completely missed the brief or Kieran has just decided to go another way with it. I don't know. But I completely avoided price with this because I just thought money is no object. I'm just going to go for what through the bag do, do I want as the strongest brand. And that is why I've gone with TaylorMade. Now, that might not be a surprise to you guys, given the fact that most of my bag is made up by TaylorMade. Um try to take opinion like that out of it but I just couldn't couldn't get away from it. I've got a 3 wood in the bag. I've got this P790 irons in the bag which have lasted me so long and I just can't take them out. I've got the high toe wedges and I've got a Spider GTX putter in the bag. Now as a as a set anyway, I'll come into what I'm going to build in my bag. That's pretty close to what is actually going to be there. There's going to be some some crossover. But just in regards of TaylorMade as a brand and as a company the thing that I just think I've got over all of you is that the guy, Gary Adams, who started TaylorMade, he's the reason why all of you guys are producing what you are now. He's the guy that came out with the, with the titanium driver, the first one ever, and he created it. Sorry, the stainless steel driver and created it for the very first time. And none of you would have that unless it was for my guy, Gary. No, that's just nonsense, mate.
4: You're trying, you're trying to claim credit for the entirety of modern golf club design yeah. by one person who yeah. was once involved with your company. Yeah. Nah. Thank you, Gary. No, nah, I'm not not having that, but carry on, please.
3: Well, please I, make your I, case. I, I think that's a wonderful point, but either way. I mean, even I've not even gotten to the caliber of player that they're representing right now. I mean, I've got Tiger Woods. Do I really need to say much more than that? Um, no, what you're actually saying there is I'm not even going to get on to the point where the company I've chosen just pays a lot of money for pros to d- use I their equipment. don't care. Money's no object to me. Wow. Tommy, Tommy Fleetwood, Roy McIlroy, Scotty Scheffler, Nelly Corder, Brooke Henderson, Charlie Hull.
4: Is this what you're basing the weight of your argument
3: on? Like yeah. How much they pay their tour players? Yeah. yeah. My God, I think I'd rather have Shrikson than that. No, nah, yeah. TaylorMade all think, the way. I think I'd rather go, mean, go to the bargain the, basement Shrixen. The beauty sort of, of TaylorMade as well is the fact that, if Kieran's gone, he's isolated into a oh, mid-handicap player. You can be anything across the board with TaylorMade, tailor-made, and they can represent whatever you want. The thing with, if we go into, like, with the wedges, you've got the MG4s that have just come out, and you've got the high toes I'm using, you've got two different profiles that you can look at there, and you can pick one or the other. You go into the irons, you've got the P790s, you've got the P770s, you've got the P7TWs, you've got the P70MBs, the P70MCs. You've got all of this range that you can select from. You can move in and out. You can go split set. You can go all the way up and down the bag. Sounds like they're not confident with just a few I of
4: their I say, it's yeah, just it's the
2: fact that they're spreading their wings and too many. You know, yeah. they're putting their fingers in too many pies. they because, yeah, yeah. because they yeah. need <laughs> yeah. that many pies <laughs> yeah, coming. The, <laughs> <because> the, <laughs> so many you know, people the love thing, them. The thing with Strixen is that it, what it likes to do is focus on only a couple of models and put all their um, R&D And into just produce it over
3: and over
1: and over 100%, again. 100%. You were then, very... You were very close to saying put all their eggs in one basket. Yeah, I could say yeah, it was right. Ra- she
2: was there from Love Island, yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you know, they're, they're, the the reason why they don't, you know, get all these people and get all these tour pros in because they don't need that. They don't need that. They just want to... And that's why they, they're not getting involved in the putters because they know that they've got uh, they've got Scotty Cameron, they've got Odyssey there. They, they don't... It's because they're know, not selling enough
3: golf clubs to too, afford it, that's why.
2: Too, I, I completely disagree with that. We've got the Asian market here you know, we've got one of the biggest markets in the world of golf, which none of you actually have. Oh, you know yeah.
4: what I mean? Um, oh, my. Nah.
2: Strixen, is, Strixen is one of the leading sellers in the Asian market. And that cannot be disputed. If you
3: think that all of our companies have got no hold on anything in the Asian market, then I think I'd be proven I, wrong.
2: I, I, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that I've got quite a big, I've got a big piece of that pie. Okay. A very big piece of that pie, actually.
3: Either way. I think on top of everything as well with Made is that in, in regards to style and creativity and marketing as well as a product, they produce some of the best stuff out there. I mean, just just the burner alone, the mini driver is just wonderful. They're bringing out this comic book range of putter head covers and balls and stuff. It's just so, it's just you don't get that kind of quality and style from anything else. Why uh, Why would you put the mini driver in the bag? Because I don't want to have the stealthy. Why don't you want to sell to? want their flagship model in there? Personally, it doesn't it doesn't cater to me, but that's okay. I'm man enough to say, look, it's not good for me, but it's great for other people, and that's fine. But carbon face creativity in in ingenuity, what, innovation. In, so I'm just gonna
4: make sure, always. I'm, I'm just gonna make sure I get this right. So you, you, you've picked a brand where their flagship model that they've spent decades working on
3: Mm -hmm. won't be going in the bag because you don't like it yeah but that's only just on a personal standpoint that's not because it's a crap club i see but is this nothing but personal standpoints true um but that's why i also picked it because i'm more than happy to go with a mini driver i see what iron did you go for uh the p790s p790s yeah Yeah. hey listen i'm
4: i am i am not gonna argue with most of those points because tailor-made are i would say across the board pretty strong yeah pretty strong
3: I think I think from head to toe um you can produce and you can create a bag of golf clubs which is very strong whether you like the stealth 2 or not I personally don't get on with it but that's fine I'll go with the mini driver I'll put the stealth 2 3wood in I'll put the hybrid in which you've got in the bag and you absolutely love Can't like p790 irons have lasted me as long as I can remember and they've brought out two more models since the ones that have <laughs> come out so I could go up again to those um, the high toe wedges I absolutely love though I will say that around the green they're incredible on full shots they're not so much but again as, a, as a, the player I am I prefer that more so than the full shots and the spider GTX patter complete with a tour response golf ball is a cheat code on the greens as you've all seen so um, oh, I'm not gonna
4: listen,
3: listen I think Taylor made a good shout I
4: I can hear a lot about what um, Kieran is saying I think Shrixen make really good clubs I think Tailmade overall might be a bit stronger, especially in the, for me, stronger in the driver and definitely the putter section. Mm. The, the headquarters, I'm not keen on those their headquarters putters.
3: is in a place called Carlsbad. Come on. That's pretty cool as well. <laughs> that's, that's the extent that <laughs> yeah. we're going to, where the HQ is. Yeah. Right, okay. Where are you going right. to go get fit? Thi- oh, the kingdom. Oh, yes, please. All right. Well, let me uh,
4: try and find out where my company's headquarters are. That's right phoenix <laughs> if, we, if we go for cool names do you want to go or shall i go david um you go okay so i fully fully respect first of all Tailmade and shrickson and i think you've made good choices there i think shrickson's quite a bold choice and tailor-made's pretty safe because they are pretty good across the board mm. um but of course you are both completely wrong because <laughs> if you were going to build a bag From top to bottom, you want consistency, you want quality, and you want reliability in every single section. Now, the only company that does that across the board is Ping. There can be no other choice. We are talking about the G430 driver, the most popular selling driver in the world, probably, and
2: you <laughs> can't <laughs> <I'd> say
4: <laughs> it's been well. I'll put it this way: Ping drivers, like really, slap any G4 and then whatever numbers on the end of them for the last ten years, have been the best-selling drivers amongst regular golfers because mm. they are just the super forgiving, go a long way. They're kind of everything most people want. The new range is fantastic. It just does everything you want a ping driver to do. Sound is maybe the only thing I'm not quite keen on, but you know what? I'm getting older and I'm getting deaf anyway. So what do I care about? So it's got to be the G430 LST, and I'm just going to get the G430 LST three wood in there. That's currently in my bag.
2: How much would you pay for that? Sorry, how much would you pay for that? I
4: pay for whatever I pay whatever I need to. But how much?
2: How much would you pay for it? I pay whatever I need to. How much was your free wood? My three wood that you obviously got got given. But how much is that free wood if you were to buy it off the shelf? Off the shelf? Yeah. It's £499. <laughs> uh, you say that again, please. It's £499. Mm, sorry? £499. It's a bit more than that, isn't it? No, it's £499. No. Pounds.
4: It, yeah, uh, £499. <laughs> but, but I, I don't care. I'm, I'm, I'm getting a bag here. Yeah, is that not bad enough? <laughs> I'm, I am getting a bag here, which I want to last me forever. I want a bag that I know I can trust. And that is pink. So I've got a G430 LST three wood in there. An absolute bomb. Yep. You know what? I'm going to go one step forward. I'm going to get a G437 wood in my bag as well. Love it. Now, if you're all talking about a top end of the bag, which is just going to send chills down your spine every time you open up your boot and you pull them bad boys out, mm. like what else is going to do that? Nah.
3: But no, oh, that, that's that's not. That's not like, doing it for you. I've me.
4: not even gotten to the most exciting bit of this packet. Have you had a look at the current selection available of ping irons?
3: Um, no. To be honest with you, I'm, I've I've got no interest in looking through that Argos catalogue of oh, yeah. irons. To be honest, I I don't really care. See, see, I th- I think I think
4: here and here has kept a bit of a level head. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Is I, that not the best looking selection of irons of anyone
2: available right now? Yeah, the, I mean, so the ones that I kind of picked out for a mid handicap are the five two five. Look outstanding. Like I agree with that. But they
4: look great. It is like I imagine when. You have those irons. It must be like what samurai must have felt like when he opened up his cupboard. He's got all (laughs) these shiny samurai swords there, ready to go into battle with, because they are just beautiful looking. Ping managed to blend performance and unique design with beauty better than pretty much anyone. And the I-59 irons, which I will put in, perfect example of that. I was going to go the blueprints, yeah, but they are maybe a little bit good for me at the moment, so I'm going to go yeah, yeah. <laughs> the i59s, which just look fantastic. Yeah, no, they do no. look.
2: I, I, I can't, you know, I can't I look, put you well, there.
4: David's got them up here. Look yeah. at, look at these. Look, just look. I just want, I just want to have a look at them, so I get. Oh my god, oh, that's incredible. You know, you know, what we should go on as well, David. Just go on the wedges. Have a look at these wedges that i have got here.
1: This is, this is great for a
4: podcast, I must say. <laughs> so the Glide Forge Pro wedge, I am taking a little bit of a leap here because I've not tested them. But <laughs> ping wedges <laughs> in the past, the
2: glides I've tested them before, have been absolutely wonderful. So why did you not put it, you know, when we, you did that uh, build my bag wedges, why did you not include the ping within it?
4: Because I've got a set of wedges which I believe are also very good. The thing is, this is not me saying... That every single ping club is better than mm. every other manufacturer. This is me saying that throughout the back, ping are the strongest. This, you know, mm. I. This is basically like you've got an amazing. You, Kieran, you have with Schricker a really good football team with the irons. Fantastic midfield. It's incredible midfield with those yeah. irons. Yeah, it's like a- it's one of the best, and also probably one of the most underrated.
2: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
4: Um, no, no one's putting the ball in the net. Yeah, up front. There's li- you, you you basically have Chelsea Romelu Lukaku up front, you partnered just, by Veg horse on loan. You just United. cannot stick it in the net. That's what you've got there with that Cleveland putter.
2: Mm, don't know if I can agree with that. <laughs> yeah. uh, I know what you mean. I do know what you mean. Like you know, I have got a, a Barcelona midfield. I've got a pretty much like a. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a Man City defence in the in the woods but then up Ooh. top. Wow. Yeah, I'm not sure
4: about yeah, no, that. Man City defence of uh, the carabout, uh, maybe. No. Yeah. Other no, no, energy no, no. drinks are available.
2: Like <laughs> you yeah. so know, they still go a long way. I remember when you compared them to the uh, to the Mizuno. Hey listen, um, they're, they're
3: perfectly fine.
4: Yeah, but they're, they're not, not the
2: distance? they're no. not they're not pink.
3: City City potentially had the best defence in the world last year. I'm not putting the tricks and Upwards as the best in the world. Yeah, yeah. Then I, I would, right, I, Shrix- I would have to uh, agree. All, right,
2: all right, Man City, not not the treble the year before. <laughs> <laughs> just the <laughs> double winners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just just the double winners. I'll, I'll no. give you that. I'll give you that. I mean, but you know, they don't lack on distance. No, they, no that, they're they're absolutely fine. But again, it's just that throughout the bag.
4: Like so far, my bag. Like, I'm, I'm obviously a little bit biased, but quite frankly, yeah. it's just better than all I'm just,
3: I'm just. All I've heard is compromise after compromise, Pete. I don't, compromise. I don't, I don't really like the sound of the driver. I don't haven't like, really tested the wedges. No, not buying it. No, 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 I'm, no, the f- no, no, I'm sorry. No.
2: What was the, the, you know, obviously Ping had a 18-month uh, R&D research from the 425 to the 430. Would you imagine that you would be getting at least 10, 15 yards? How many, how much of an now, increase did you have?
4: Now, I have to say, Kieran, you That's have a great point. you have chosen the wrong angle to attack me from here. Yeah. Why? Because there is not a single person watching this who does not appreciate the fact that Ping actually takes their time between releases. Oh no
2: no, no, no. I, Oh, I, oh no, here we go. I'm, I'm, s- I'm <laughs> such beep, a beep. I, I, beep, no, 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 beep. I, I am such an advocate of that. The fact that brands bring out a a you know clubs every year, I think it's ridiculous. But so I, I think it's great. But what I'm saying is that in the time process from the four two five to the four thirty, you would like to see a little bit of an improvement.
4: Ping for the first time have introduced graphite into their uh, carbon into their driver design. Yeah, but has, like, has, how how is that not in a, their yeah, game in that time period? Yeah, it's very so,
2: innovative. All oh, right, okay. So so
4: you said that Ping, yes, they've been innovative. Yes, it's great that they take their time between
2: releases. So what's the what's the issue? Here? Because. Has it increased forgiveness? Has it increased distance compared to the G430? Listen, according,
4: I don't think it has.
2: according
4: to the ping engineers, it has. And that is who I'm basing this on. <laughs> I'm basing
2: this on the people who've actually built these clubs. But I'm basing this off a YouTuber that I've, I've watched um, called Peter Finch or something like that. And, and when, does he, he, <laughs> when he reviews has he
4: not said how good these clubs are? Um, has yeah. he not on repeat?
2: i I believe he said that the G four thirty was great.
4: There we but, go, ladies and gentlemen, the jury. Peter Finch but, said these woods are great,
2: but be, because it was so so Sorry, good. I
4: know you're getting, getting into it. Uh, you know, it's
2: oh, yeah.
4: like like what? So you're actually you're trying to score a point against me from saying because it's being too good. Yeah, because I'm too good. Yeah, okay, okay. No, you know what, I'm, Your Honor, Your Honor, I will take the fact that Ping are just too good, and I apologize on behalf. of... Of the whole company, okay. Does that does that fix it? Because mm. I've not even I've not even got onto the big surprise package of this bag, the Pld putters. Oh, oh. Oh, no, we are talking about the no, most no. underrated premium milled putters in golf. And you know what? I'm going to go for the Oslo.
2: I've, that's I am going to put. Oh yeah, here.
4: I am going to go for the Oslo Four in matte black. Yep. Because when that putter comes out, like imagine playing someone in match play, you pull that putter out. Inside 15 foot, they were like, yeah, pick it up.
2: But you are paying £249 for that putter.
4: Kieran, like I am already deep into this ping bag. I'm not going to care how much I'm spending for this putter right now. Listen, you're over there. You're counting out your pennies that you've been putting in your swear jar all year. You're like, ooh, ooh, (laughs) can I afford this Huntington Beach putter? Ooh, I don't care at this point. I'm like, boom, Oslo in the bag get me down to the club i'm gonna be playing some golf yeah <laughs> yeah I hope so you're am right. I'm, not, I'm not driving around the petrol station saying oh oh no oh should i put 10 pounds in my car or 50 I'm like boom, <laughs> in the electric down to the club smash it <laughs> i'm just i am loving my ping right now you know what I'm not looking at any other brands all I, I'm seeing the hole in front of me I'm not looking at you guys behind me all right I'm out there I'm out there. You know what, ping. I, 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 just, I just don't know, David. Like, Whatever you come up with, I just don't know how you're going to beat
1: ping. So before I come on to mine, can I just, because there'll be like honorable mentions and things like that. As someone who used to have Mizuno irons in the bag, and as someone who is currently holding everything from outside of the range that you would haul with a PLD with a Mizuno putter,
4: were you not tempted to go Mizuno? Well, I would have to say we've got Mizuno he's got Callaway is the one which I'm, I'm presuming that you've picked, but then you've also got someone like Titleist. You, you've got a lot of companies now from top to toe who are doing very good stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's true. So like it, it, it it's not like there's one good thing probably about modern club manufacturers that across the board, literally anyone we picked, we could make mm. arguments for like there's yeah. no one bad
2: out there. And I think that it, at the end of the day, it kinda comes down to marketing. And it comes down to, you know, Callaway this year have been fantastic and Taylor made have are very, very good at marketing. Um, which something that I'd say like a ping fall down, falls down on. Like, for example, do you remember when they did their
4: uh Karen, I've got to be honest, we don't need that yeah, much marketing because our clubs speak for themselves. Yeah, but,
2: but I mean our clubs. We wait we wait, we
4: wait eighteen <laughs> like a, like a job interview. We
2: wait eighteen months for these G four thirties agonizingly waited and uh, the <laughs> release of them were poor. You know what I mean? Like the 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 the, 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 the weight was agonising. Yeah, I was you know I was so <laughs> well, excited about this driver. I was I so excited to see it. How how could you top the g 430 I think
1: the G45. I I can top any driver to be fair. <laughs> 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 yeah, Very was,
4: good. I think um, I think this year. I mean, as far as that's concerned, Callaway like
2: Callaway have, definitely have nailed it, it this yeah. year.
4: Like they have marked marketing over the last mm. few years and the way they've released stuff and the clubs they brought out, they've smashed it. But they are. Um, the biggest company in golf now because yeah. of like their stuff with top golf and top trade and, and Everything. Like, that, yeah. like they're they're just absolutely smashing out of the ballpark. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. This has been like
1: super, super tough to hear you guys talk about all these brands and stuff because I, I feel like I should be jumping in criticising. But be but, but, quiet. But one yeah, quiet. <laughs> I really like all the three brands that you've mentioned. And two, as your brand manager Pete, I work with these brands so I don't really want to piss anyone off um,
4: yeah. so, this, is, this is true so this is going to be like who's going to be emailing david first on
3: monday
1: yeah i'm, I'm in it, going to be a lot slash,
3: wh- th- where does david want to get a set of clubs from from uh, that's true i'm, yeah. I'm so burning contact. all
1: my bridges but one that's yeah. pretty tough yeah okay. um but so in the end i've gone for tight list okay. um and obviously this isn't the, the reason why i went for them but i actually feel like a lot of golfers would put tight list in their top three probably not necessarily top but just because of the the sheer range of clubs that they've got i think it does have mass appeal mm. for me I, I can only speak about myself as a golfer and as the only high handicapper in the room i feel that again while i think strixen is a great brand Strixen, if, um, if you're watching, Mr. Strixen, if you're watching, Mr. Strixen, if you're watching, I don't feel that there's necessarily anything for me. Um, like my my battles with uh, injuries and just me you, falling over and not being able to swing a club properly are well documented.
4: Do you feel you, that Strixen doesn't represent you as a golfer?
1: Probably not.
2: <laughs> I, I think... In, in, in what sense? How can we help you? <laughs> <laughs> well, what, what, well what, what do you need, need go what what to go back to? Well, with? let me put
1: it like this. If I were to get a set of irons, right now, I mean, the, the clubs that are currently in my bag, I use the Wilson launch pads, which are great. But whenever I rock up at a bit of golf course, whenever I play with people I haven't played, played with in a while... I will get teased about it. There's there's no two ways about it. Like I'm 29 years old and I have like hybrids, like all the way from, I think four to maybe pitching wedge (laughs) in my bag. So uh, that's, I, I like the performance that I get from it. I like the feel of the clubs, but I would like that in a more stylish covert package. And I think the two brands that do that best, one is actually tailor-made. they've got the Stealth Oh yeah. Um, I can't remember is it Stealth HDs. Yeah, stealth HDs, yeah. Stealth yeah. HDs, they're very good, but I think Tightlist are just slightly better. They've got the T four hundreds, which I think for the tailor made it looks like a very compact um hybrid, but for Tightlist it actually looks looks like an iron. And even though you won't get maybe the same feel that you would with a Mizuno or the workability or, or or street creds that you apparently get with a ping. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: the street smarts. Yeah. You wear a hat like that. Yeah. yeah. You
1: would you would still get that same forgiveness with the tight list. And that's before we get on to the rest of the bag. I, I kinda think anyone who I mean, Kieran's maybe a bit young for this, but anyone who's grown up over the last thirty years watching golf remembers Tiger Woods and you associate him with Scotty Cameron. Um so I would gravitate to a Newport. I think the three best clubs I've ever used, once again, uh, on the greens are TaylorMade Spider, Sick Golf. I can't remember the the, um, the make of it now. Um,
3: the bladed one.
1: The bladed yeah. one, not the not the arm lock one, but the bladed the, the, one. Yeah, normal size. But you know, I've, I've borrowed that a couple of times. No, and then that's the, where it went. <laughs> no, The, the Scotty Cameron uh, Newport. Mm. Okay. Which just f- feels better than anything. And I haul some putts, which is better than most putters <laughs> that, I, that I tend to use. And you go up throughout the bag and you've got the the TSR1 if, you know, you're a bit wayward or TSR2 if I'm feeling a bit better. <laughs> um,
3: a little bit fruity, a little bit more.
1: But I feel that for the average golfer, oh sorry, not the average golfer, for the high handicap golfer, I'll put it that way. Because I'm more that way, unfortunately. I think were probably slightly better catered for. And I was looking through, like, Ping, despite the fact that Ping what? have a massive collection... What? Yeah, what have you got going on over there? ...of, of fantastic premium irons. Yeah, nothing. I don't think there's anything that strikes me as super game improvement. Yeah. There is game improvement. What? I've... I have a. What do you think? You're you,
3: your
4: handicappist over there. Have, yeah. you, have you never even held... The G four thirty
1: irons. I've hit the G four thirty irons, and they're not as forgiving as the Cleveland launchers.
4: Well, no, that is a given. I, you know what? (laughs) So I am am willing to hold my hands up on behalf of uh, Ping and say, you know what? Fair play. We are not as forgiving as a full set of hybrids. (laughs) I should also
1: say as well that I think everyone does cater for every type of golfer, but I feel that Titleist better cater. For the I, super high handicap, and we, we
4: we were told to pick for us, yeah, yeah. And yeah. As David must, feels, this is. I must. I must be honest. Though. I think why well, with Titleist, I think a lot of a lot of people out there, me included, I would say that they cater for the better player better. It's interesting, who, who yeah, yeah, yeah. It's interesting that you think like they cater for a high handicap.
1: Well, I maybe that's true as well. I think um just looking from wedge selection. There probably isn't as, like, it's basically um, SM9 or nothing, isn't it? Yeah, Essentially. So in in that sense, it doesn't necessarily cater to someone who needs maximum forgiveness with a wedge. But I think when it comes down to short game and things like that, that is the area of of golf that you want to have fun with. Mm. And I I still, again, I have focus in the bag, which maybe that's, maybe I would do better. If I had a different wedge in the bag, but I have a lot more fun with them mm. compared to anything else I've ever tried, mm. like in the studio. And from from that sense, I'm never, ever going to shoot a sub 75
3: round. I've got that to, attitude.
4: I, yeah. <laughs> but you know what? No, that's what I actually think, you know, define someone who wants a little tightness clubs. Bad attitude. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: Um, I'll be honest. When you, um, when I was looking at like tricks and irons and stuff like that, I was looking. I thought, God, there's no like game improvement ones. But then when you talked about Cleveland, Cleveland launch- it depends
1: if you, it depends if you yeah. want to put them in and,
2: and Zexio. That has just strengthened my case even more. But no, you carry on. No, you no, carry all, on
4: all this has done is strengthen your case to say, why don't you just go full bag of Cleveland. Yeah. You should really, yeah. Well, yeah. 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 If you if you want if you're going on cost, you should have done that. Well it's cut your bit out
1: and you can go again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but like the the final thing about it is just in terms of branding, marketing, this is just a personal thing. I think there are some brands out there, I think Callaway, TaylorMade are probably the best at marketing because everything is dramatic and there's a lot of colour and vibrancy in everything they do. Yeah. That appeals to most people. But I'm also not most people. I think I quite like the consistency that you get with Titleist, and you know things like the number one ball in golf. And I I think everything is a lot more um, classic in a way. Yeah, yeah. That like Titleist is, tight a, list is that personified. Whereas TaylorMade is like super ultra modern, mm. and that's that's not me. That's not you. That's not me. Um, so, on behalf of the um, senior golfers out there, <laughs> I, I am I am Team Titleist on, this, yeah, on yeah. this occasion.
2: I mean, especially like the in the UK, the fact that when you go to Woburn, there's that Titleist mm. sort of p- p- performance centre. That would you say that that's probably the best fitting centre in the UK? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Definitely. So they they've definitely got that in terms of obviously um, in the US, like it's a lot a lot bigger like all of them have it so i imagine like you know, you've got yeah got
4: the 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 performance center woven is elite i yeah. mean it, it's yeah it is fantastic and and, and that's what I, I always think with with tireless, like certainly when i was growing up like the tiger effect but also Titleist always seem to put most of their energy into being seen as the iron and the clubs for that aspirational better player
0: yeah mm.
4: I, I always felt that certainly in the past they maybe left the higher handicap golfers kind of alone like that wasn't really their market but i do quite like the fact that you don't feel that way that's that's quite interesting
1: no i i like i normally would have agreed with that i i i think maybe even five six seven years ago Mm. when i was like slightly better um i still wouldn't have been able to use anything in their lineup
4: yeah we've got and we do have a video coming out actually with some with some tireless irons and when i went for the fitting I must admit, like I did prefer the, um, like the game, in- the game improvement irons a little bit more than the T one hundred T one fifty because yeah. I didn't really think there was much of a difference in them. Like the actual game improvement irons, I must agree that yeah, I thought they were some of the more exciting ones. Um, it's just such a shame that <sighs> you're up against ping. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then you're both up against Taylor TaylorMade,
2: it's... and then all three of you are up against Rixon. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: like I think. I think when it comes to like conversations like this, I always think of it as when you go straight down the middle and you think about the irons. I think you you really can't go wrong anywhere anymore. Like I no. think irons across the board, you're always going to find really good ones. And yeah. whether it comes down to if you prefer the look of an iron, even if that's just like behind the ball, or even just how it looks in your hand. That, that can just sway people one way or the other. Then when you just it's either side of that is when you just start to kind of knock off these 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 other companies. And it's the yeah. Tightlist was the other one that I was definitely considering because if you think about the Vokies and the wedges and the Scotty Cameras and the Putters in terms of like Tightlist and as a brand holding holding its own almost like two other separate companies I know it's obviously all under the same umbrella, but you yeah. just... You know, because it's the Vokies and because it's the Scotty Camerons, you kind of just don't even think about it so much. Whereas, mm. obviously, all these other brands together, apart from Shrixon going into, into Cleveland, they kind of all come under the same name, same yeah. umbrella term. It, it's 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 really, again... Obviously, this just highlights opinionated and how how, uh, how different people perceive different club brands, but it's just a shame that all three of you are wrong at the same time. That's <laughs> no, the thing I just no, don't no, get. No. I, I would... Say that the, a few of the brat like with
4: Titleist, one thing that they have, I think, when you put a Titleist driver behind the ball, you know it's a Titleist driver. Yeah, like they have a certain look. Fair I think Ping to a certain extent because they've got the turbulator things on, but mm. I, I think probably more than anything with the Ping, when you put that irons behind the ball, you know it's a Ping iron. Like again, they have that certain kind of look about them, and they have for many years. I would say that made is an interesting one because Taylor May do seem to live a little bit more on the edge. Like they're not, <laughs> they're not afraid of putting a carbon face on a driver. For example, they're not yeah. afraid of altering things very drastically each year. I think maybe the only thing that's stayed the same for any period of time is probably the, um,
3: probably the spider putter as far as like that brand. But- yeah. But then even, I suppose some people could argue that they, did a bad thing going away from just like yeah, what the original yeah. spider yeah. was. Now, I, I I have a putter in the bag which is away from that original spider and I love it. So, like, yeah. it's got a spider
4: name, hasn't it? Yeah, but it was, yeah, spider
3: I, umbrella term. Yeah,
4: I, I suppose probably the, the other one is P790 Irons. Like, mm. they've kept mm. that name and the general look for a long time. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. I think, I think with Shrix and there, I, I mean, I do love their irons. I think maybe again, it is more of that east west split. The only thing that and probably don't have too much in the club department is that kind of real identity. Like everyone knows and balls. I think people might struggle to like name what their irons are or like name what their driver is, for example. Um, that's not to say they're not good clubs. It's just that how do you get into a marketplace that's already quite kind of saturated? Yeah,
2: and that can come down to um, the fact that, you know, um, Jacob spoke about earlier the fact that, you know, they don't have very many tour players players like you know obviously everyone can name what's in Rory's bag everyone can name what's in John Rahm's bag but not very many people can name like maybe Bruce Kepka but no one could name like <laughs> I bet could. you could <laughs> I bet I could I know shall but say but yeah. it's um, you know in terms of like uh, brand awareness like it's you know you don't see tricks every now and again mm. you know what i mean like mm. it's not in your face as much
3: i i i genuinely would be interested to th- to ask people like what brand of irons does brooks have and see if they actually know yeah yeah yeah,
2: yeah. I, yeah. it would be i would be yeah. interested yeah. to know that
4: yeah, yeah. To, to be honest i think like even though from a like just a marketing standpoint those play quite a big part in this like even though brooks obviously is an incredible player I, it seemed he seemed a weird one to weird person to sign. Like, is is not very like when he wins. And again, I think it does come down to like awareness. Like, if a John Rahm wins a major, or whatever, like Callaway just go mad with it, and he's everywhere. Yeah. And you know that John Rahm is Callaway. Like when Brooks won uh, the USPJ this year, it was kind of like there's a few posts about it, but yeah, it, it didn't seem to like.
2: But- Again, that does come down to their sort of their marketing and their and their social presence. Like they don't ha- really have that presence of you know the, you know you go on Callaway's Instagram page and it's got over a million followers. Whereas yep. you go on Strixon's, it's got a hundred. You so, know what I mean?
4: And that's why but they can't be considered but the but best overall. Know, but, overall, it, overall <laughs> yeah.
2: but it's about at the end of the day, it comes down to not about the marketing, not about that. It comes down to the actual pure feel of a golf club, and you can't argue. That Schrixen have the best feeling irons of the of the uh, f- of the four of us.
4: I would say you can argue that point pretty strongly.
2: Not really? Yeah. Wow. Interesting.
4: Like at the end of the day, I think David is right with what he said about irons. Realistically, nobody makes a bad feeling iron. No. Like I'm, I'm I'm not being funny. Ping irons now are forged. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember going to Ping literally eight, probably eight ten years ago now. And chatting to the engineers, and after do you remember the Answer range that mm-hmm. came I out? do, yeah. So the Answer range was a fully forged iron that Ping brought out. If you can get a set of these secondhand, by the way, they're still absolutely amazing. Again, just kind of testament to the quality of the yeah, club builder. <laughs> but they, they lost uh, lots of ping. money. They lost, they lots lost, of money. yeah, they lost yeah, loads. They lost so and, much money. And after because it was so expensive when they came out, and it was kind of an unping iron in many respects. Mm. So Ping said at the time when I went to visit. We've tried Forged. We can do it, but it didn't work for us. So we're not going to do it again. And that's what they said back then. And now they've obviously found a way to kind of incorporate it within their clubs. And now Ping, again, make great feeling clubs. As the Shrixon, as the tailor-made, as the Titleist, as does everybody. At the end of the day, with Forging, Forging is something which is throughout every company now. And it's done at the pretty much the same factories. Like, unless <laughs> unless you want, like, a real... Probably some of the differences, you've got Mizuno, which have their own kind of forging house. Well, factory, forging house. Sounds it a bit... Doesn't Uh Shrixen is China-based, as far as their forging. I might be wrong. Correct me. Pretty mm. sure it is. And, but I know Mizuno is. But if you, if you want like that, with forged irons, and, yeah, you know, we've made videos on this before you can get super niche with it and it's a lovely story but metal doesn't really matter where it's forged in the world is metal like <laughs> it's gonna? yeah, but yeah. like it, it doesn't know that it's forged in yeah. japan it doesn't know if it's forged outside of stoke as long as you've yeah. got the right equipment
3: and the right and guy doing yeah. it. Yeah. And yeah. then
4: th- and that's why most of these irons are generally made in the same areas because the, the equipment that they have is like located in the same areas. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's not...
2: Yeah, which is maybe why, because obviously uh, Strixen is a smaller brand, it kind of seems that like it feels a bit more personal. Whereas if I pick up a tailor-made, it feels... It feels a bit different. I thought, you know I mean? thought Strixen were the it's
4: biggest brand in Asia. Well, they are, yeah, yeah, yeah which yeah, is the probably. biggest not, golf not, market in, in the world. So not, not in you're not, you're not small. In, we're not
2: in Asia. Obviously, if you're we went, massive. Obviously, if we went to Japan, we probably wouldn't big. feel like that. But we're not in Japan. We're in Scotland right now, and not very many many people have. That to, to it, the
4: way it feels, I think, I think we're in the middle of the desert right, right yeah. now. It's like absolutely well, yeah. roasted. Yeah,
2: but you know what I mean. Like, it feels if it was cool. Not everyone has a has a set you know what I mean and if I had enough money I would probably be going for like the Itaboris I I love that I love that
4: see see, that's the thing I would say that like with the Itaboris for example like I I can get there's sets of titlers for example that feel as nice as Itaboris Mm. sets of pings every iron feels good when you strike it out of the middle pretty much but it is that uniqueness. Yeah, definitely. So I would say that not a lot of people have tricks and Irons and that would be unique, but probably not quite unique enough to tempt me around to your way of thinking.
1: One brand that hasn't really come up, and mm. it's probably the biggest brand that we haven't mentioned uh unless if I missed it, uh is Cobra. Mm. And I used to have pretty much a full bag of Cobra. I was just interested like was it ever in anyone's thoughts or is it are they just because i I think some brands it goes in cycles and you know they'll have like good years bad years i'm just interested like what what parts of the bag stopped you going there
4: so i mean i i didn't like the drivers this year start. i Um, I don't think
3: i can remember such a polarizing of opinion in a driver yeah. than the yeah. LCDX and just so many people love it and then completely mm. hate it at the same time. And then well, they had, like the, the Aero, Aero The Aero Aerojet one. Uh, yeah. Kind of, it's, it's just
4: it's I don't know with, with Cobra they seem to have these like little peaks and troughs where they bring a club out which is massively popular and then don't kind of back it up a bit. Like it, it doesn't seem to be a consistent kind of growth but mm. I mean Cobra they still make some really good clubs. I think if you're looking overall, it just doesn't. I don't know. Just doesn't get me.
3: No, no, I, I agree with that. I agree with that. The um 3D printed putters they bought out a few a year ago or so. They're they're good feeling putters. Yeah, and they had kind of like
4: an interesting story. Yep. But will they continue? Because that, that that's something which I think Titleist do really well. Is that you know a Scotty Cameron putter. For example, it changes, like year on year. There's little things introduced. There's new models, but it's generally people buying a Newport or a Newport Two. Scotty Cameron. It's it's the same. You know, it's that it doesn't really change or alter, and it's got that real legacy behind it. Yeah. Um. I think with like a Taylor Made, like they do live on the edge, but there's a couple of drivers which they've brought out like which just altered completely overnight and it, it doesn't feel like they kind of have that same amount of legacy behind it because they're always changing stuff they're always trying new things it's not a bad
2: thing yeah do you think that like like a Taylor made and like a callaway obviously that you know they invest a lot into their marketing and a lot into their mm. uh, social media and stuff like that. do you think they are just doing these things like putting carbon on you know, on their woods and putting carbon on their, on their faces, they're just doing it for a marketing purpose or do they think that it actually is going to improve the game? Um, <laughs> you know, cause I, I yeah. think, I
3: think so because we, we, we've definitely got to a position now with especially drivers that, you know, for the, for the, the tour player, they're going to be getting two to five yards of distance increases, maybe from year to year. Cause you know, essentially the equipment they use, they're they're as good with anything, and they swing it the same, and they look great. And with a with a average player, if the forgiveness is increased a little bit more, those kind of things will come into play a little bit more. So, when it's coming down to these like small incremental changes, especially in drivers, there's there's got to be a a a definite sort of interest in trying different things and changing different things just to find something. Because they're pushing so far to the edge now with everything that we're getting to a point with driver heads going to the maximum size and the MOI and the moment of inertia. Everything like that is just being pushed so far to the edge now that anything that they can find, whether it's a change in club face and a change in material, that's what they're going to promote the most of their time and effort into. And what's something TaylorMade has found with the carbon face, which this year we found is... Been a little bit erratic in staying in the club head or not. Um, that they have found that there is some slight increase in the in, um, product of, of striking the golf ball, mm. oh, David. You're about to drop
4: something,
2: like the, from- I, I was,
4: and then I was stunned.
1: Yeah, wow. I like, like, all I was going to uh, join in in saying that is like 100% agree because there's loads of people getting paid a lot of money to try and chase. Um, like the, these gains because if you if you somehow nail it and you come out with a driver that is five yards further provably five yards further than the competition you get you know 60% of the market because yeah. people will see that and right now people will do what what, what we all do is if you're going to buy anything in any walk of life is you probably go on YouTube and you look at reviews for it and if that's what everyone's found then but that's the key thing it's that that proof and I think what Taylor made do is they try and uh, like prove that their driver is different every year, whether it's a different face or putting a fin on the back or something yeah. like that. And they just, they draw more attention to those changes. Um, I think Callaway are beginning to do a bit more of that, but a lot of their changes have been on the other side of the club face. A lot of it's been AI technology changing. I don't know what you call it, but like the thickness on the, mm. on the back of the face and things like that. So, that's why they're putting so much money into marketing is because you've got to prove to anyone who's bought a driver in the last five years that there has been a meaningful change yeah. at a glance. And that is super, super tough to do.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, because just an example of it, like sim. Because I, I remember you like mm-hmm. love the sim. And how much of a marked improvement is the sim to... Or how much is the Stealth 2 a marked improvement on the sim?
4: Um... To be honest, I think those two drives, I'm not really... I'm a current driver in my old sim. I've not kind of done a direct comparison between those two. I've, I have a hunch that, I mean, when I strike them out the
3: middle, there's probably not going to be too much
2: difference yeah, at that's, all.
3: Yeah, that's, that's but i getting yeah. Yeah, and I, I, saying, I think that's just a generalised sort of statement across the driver market as a whole. Like, I, I think you can hit the Rogue and you can hit the Paradigm just as well. There's no, there won't be much difference in between those two either. I think it's just kind of the way things go. Now, did Callaway need to make? Sorry, did a uh, TaylorMade have to make the face red? Probably not, but it was a talking point and should it certainly have, got people have, interested. Should have made it redder. Yeah. <laughs> should have made it brighter. Yeah. Should have made it glow in the dark red. You know, but did, no. have they decided now that you can, you know, calibrate your driver and you oh, can yeah. have a different coloured face that and stuff? Face. Like, Absolutely. Of okay. course. <laughs> That's fully buying into Why the. Not? Marketing yeah. and personalization it, of golf clubs, but
4: it, it is like that you know marketing of golf clubs it is like like they said trying to introduce something new, something to hang the story on each year mm, yeah. and you know the, the the changes in performance they are incrementally you know you' you're not, not going to see until it adds up over like ten twenty years realistically, and you know technology has pushed up against pretty much all the legal limits like mm. the the thing that most of the manufacturers are trying to do more and more of is. Make ball speed and make consistency better across the face because out of the sweet spot when you strike it well, last five ten years of drivers like they're all yeah. got to do said the same thing, Um and then obviously the balls make a massive difference. So yeah, I mean the changes are small, mm. but they're enough for us to talk about, and get yeah. excited oh about. Oh
2: yeah, no, definitely. I just it comparing it to like a Schrixon to a Taylor Made is it. There is that added pressure for TaylorMade because they spend these millions and millions and millions of dollars a year on marketing that Strixon don't. They more put those millions into the, the actual performance of the club. <laughs> <laughs> <That> <laughs> no, no. Leave it low. No. Do, you, do you know what I'm trying no, to get? No, I'm trying not to get how it is. No, I'm not having that. No, no, no. I, I, genuinely, no, be, I genuinely believe that. I genuinely, that. that. I genuinely That's believe that there's... you know there uh, is. If you're the social media manager of, of TaylorMade, there's a lot more pressure on you to um, to make the every release... Better than the last. No, year. No, yeah, no, I agree Do you know with you know that. Mean? But it's
3: saying like that they that made spend more of their millions into the marketing, whereas Schricker spend theirs into the performance is not it's true. Yes, yeah, no, well, that's well, not that's not right, the okay. case. Okay,
2: well, more more about the R and D of, of of their of their club, not necessarily the you know performance. Nah, yeah, that's what they're, they're ultimately trying for, to improve the performance of the club. for, but for,
4: for, for a start, like, we don't have the figures. Like you, you're, you're literally just saying, I, I think that's what might happen. Like you're you're giving an opinion and stating as a fact. Yeah,
2: um, yeah. Uh, more meaning that, like, Your Honor. <laughs> Yeah, more, <laughs> more meaning that I'd love to see the numbers of Taylor uh, um marketing, you know, and social media sort of um, budget budget compared to Strixon. Do you know what I mean? So there's there is that added pressure of of we've spent all this money on on you know on our on our social stuff and all of our marketing. But how can we make it better um, each year?
4: But you, you would say with Strixon as well. Like a lot of their marketing and the bulk of their um, activity doesn't go into their clubs, it goes into their
3: balls because their balls are the biggest selling thing mm-hmm. they do. Yeah, but yeah, could yeah. you yeah. could you also argue that the reason why there's so much pressure more on TaylorMade and their marketing and social side to sell clubs is because they spend so much money on the R&D and the development of the golf clubs that they need to recuperate the cost for it? Because Shrix and it could be, say, oh, well, they don't spend as much on it, so they don't need to sell as much.
2: Yeah, but yeah, potentially... Um but like Peter said, that that you know, Strixen do do sell a lot of balls and do sell a lot of clubs, you know, in the Asian markets. So.
4: Yeah, uh, I think as well, it's it's the fact that like with Taylor May, because they've got and like Ping, you know, and and Titleist, they've got such a a huge legacy of making really good <laughs> clubs. They've got to keep it up. Yeah, now with Strixen, yeah. it's a bit like, oh, well done. You know, keep on pl- keep on trying. Keep on plucking you're away, your little, yeah, a little yeah.
3: plucky underdog. It it does help when these companies have got something to like hang their hat on, like a ball mm. that they just know is just going to sell, yeah, yeah, sell, yeah, sell, yeah. sell, 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 yeah. sell, sell. That then, like you say, things that they might not necessarily have to commit so much yeah, time or money wise. It's, that it, it, it's, it's they it's know the same where with, it's coming from. It's
4: the same with most like Titleist. Titleist do not make their money on their clubs; they, they do, make their yeah, money yeah, off the, the and ball. their balls. Yeah. Like that, that is where they they get their cash from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean probably i i know i know. i know i keep bringing this back obviously to ping but ping <laughs> but ping truly are really the only company that have not done the ball thing yeah. like even even mizuno have mm. like dipped into the ball market now wilson i know they were in it for a while but their ball's actually pretty good as well mm. so like ping are the only one who steadfastly um haven't done that yeah wasn't
1: like I'm I've pro- probably well off with this. Wasn't the um the split design ball mm. the half and half? Wasn't that originally a
4: ping ball? Yeah, yeah, like like literally back in the day they would I think they were trying to make balls, but the actual setup cost of doing it they found too expensive. But this right. was like literally 20-30 years ago. Yeah, they need to come back to it. Um It's, but, it's
1: like uh, when Nike realized that releasing golf clubs in general yeah. was too expensive. <laughs> but listen,
4: again, Ping don't need to do it because their quality golf clubs is so good. The, they know that they're just going to get people buying them like what's the
2: point in, what's the point in bringing some out that you don't believe in yeah hmm. and you could argue that the same with the and like they're not gonna <laughs> no, they're not, <laughs> do you know what I mean they're not gonna bring out a putter because they know that that no one will buy it uh, well but do you know what but, yeah probably and that is and I, I imagine that's what it's like with Ping as well why it's would I switch to a, a Ping yeah. ball when I love the, the Pro V1X or the uh, the TP5 you know like they don't need to waste their money on it. hmm because I don't think that the the manpower and the labour and everything that I mean, goes into
4: that the, the the most important thing here. Apart from ping being the best, is like what you guys think while we're listening and watching. Let us know, let <laughs> us know who you would actually have as your. Yeah, I think there's a one. small court settlement that needs to come yeah. in and Use this room, yeah. so uh... yeah, I think so. We've got uh, we've got a lot of unpaid unpaid parking tickets <laughs> that, are, uh, <laughs> that are due in here for the magistrate. Um, so that'll be covered cool. in very very soon. Um, but no, that was a good chat. That was a good discussion. Well researched as well, guys. I really appreciate that. Um, what? Is there, is there literally any other business that we need to talk about or is this a uh, this case of wrapping this up? Um,
3: I think next episode, hopefully we should be back to the four of us minus David again. Oh, I, and, oh, I see. But hopefully. hopefully. I, I, no, I, as in... <laughs> No, back no you said it now. and we'll get back to our uh guess the
4: player
3: yeah we can't afford uh david's guest fees as well so
4: he's uh he's getting expensive he's gonna have to drop out yeah. Yeah. it's getting very spenny right now yeah
2: <laughs> well and also um you know we're going to be filming a video tomorrow that means that one of us might not be here are
4: we so we'd probably discuss this off are we actually doing this video oh yeah yeah
2: yeah, yeah. Are you okay, sure yeah, yeah. you
4: just don't want to have a nice time? No,
3: like, no, no, no. I mean, not have would, I, would I rather? Yes, but should we do the video? Also, but yes,
2: because yes. it's it's that good.
3: But,
2: um, can we? Right, but
3: but but, but, right, but, but, but uh, we can talk about off air. It's fine. Okay.
4: I, I I honestly don't think it's a good idea, but <laughs> you guys want to do it, so I all I want to do oh, just do me a favor before we go. I want you to all message. Your significant others, your guardians, your parents, and just make hundred percent clear that this is not my idea. (laughs) Okay, okay, all right. That I have no responsibility for this. Yeah, that's fine. And this is a decision taken by you as individuals.
1: (laughs) There is genuine jeopardy in this
4: video. Yeah, there's genuine. Yeah 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 okay fantastic that. right so on that bombshell uh guys thanks for uh thanks for listening thanks for watching if you haven't subscribed on youtube make sure you do and follow us on your favorite podcast provider um it's been a wonderful podcast it's been a great discussion we are now about to head out in to the balmy scottish summer to produce more stunning videos so thank you so much for being with us and we'll see you next time